Um, today is May 25th, 2011, and the title of tonight's message is Get Adjusted. So lately, we've been having a lot of uh, messages regarding being dialed in and um, just watching out for little things that are going on that might be off balance and we're unable to um, see it. Well, it's the way this message kind of came about, um, a couple of weeks ago, um, Brother Zeke hurt his back pretty bad. And so we went to the How did he do that, Joe? <laughs> <laughs> he had a little wrestling match with somebody a little bit bigger than me. <laughs> well, um, well, we went to the chiropractor, and we took him to the chiropractor, and we were, the chiropractor was a man of God, so we just, you know, started talking, um, and he was, he offered to kind of check us out to see if anything's wrong with our back, and some things that he mentioned that I never knew before um, was there's so many things that are related to your back, like the functions and all that that I didn't I didn't realize was an actual. I thought if, if my arms and legs can't, if they hurt, then something's wrong with my back. I didn't think if my stomach hurt or something or my head hurt that it could be something with my back. And what I realized when he was telling me all that was the same thing is with our spiritual walk, because. Just like our brain controls every function of our body, Jesus um, and the Father control every function of our spiritual walk. Amen. And and I started um, looking more into it, and I know pretty much everybody here has had back problems, some more than others. <laughs> um, so I think everybody can relate to. Um, what I'm talking about tonight. A lot of us look at, like Eric mentioned the other day about if parents or if people, if you see your brother or sister next to you and is praising worship and they're just standing there um, doing nothing and just have their hands in their pocket, something's wrong. Something's interfering with their flow, with their um, flow up to um, God's presence. And the same thing happens with, with our body. If something's off, then something's interfering with the flow from, from that function to our brain. And the way I look at it is God's our brain. You know, and He really is. He's, he's what's supposed to be controlling us, um, not ourselves. And what runs down from it that kind of shoots everything else to the body is the whole is the um, spinal cord, and I look the spinal cord like the Holy Spirit, you know, um, kind of control, kind of help guide all the movements and the and the functions. And what I came across there's 24 vertebrae in the spine, and I read in Revelations 4:4 that there's 24 elders that surround the, um, the throne of God. And so there's 24 vertebrae that surround our um, spinal cord that leads to to our brain. So it's, it's surrounding us just like 
just like our function to um, go into his presence. And as I looked more into it, I found out there's five sections that the spine is divided into um, five parts. And each part is functioning, um, helps function in a diff different areas of the body. And what's that remind you of? Five-fold ministry. And if one of, and if any of it is out of alignment, then it messes up the body. Yeah. If we look at a spine from, can I, Devin, come up here. Okay, so, turn around. So, we're looking at a spine from this angle. So it's straight, and so it's straight up and down. And most people think that, you know, having a straight is, is all that it needs. And the Lord says that, you know, that in Isaiah 43, um, can somebody, you guys turn there? Chapter 40, verse three? Yes. There. There. Okay, can somebody read it? The voice of one calling the desert, prepare the way for the Lord. Make straight in the wilderness a highway for our God. So why do we need to make straight um, a highway for God? Why do we need a straight highway? So we can flow easily. How, how much more easy is it to drive on a straight road? Um, and what they say is... What's the quickest way from point A to point B? Straight And that's why we need to be straight, because that's the quickest way for us to reach the Lord. Amen. straight. And then in Luke um, 13, who remembers the crippled girl in Luke 13? Um, and she was crippled by the evil spirit. She was bent over. But as soon as Jesus told her that she was healed, what did she do? Straightened up. She straightened up. And what did she do after that? Praise God. Praise God. So for you to be able to praise God correctly, you have to be in correct alignment with God. And, and most people, um, pretty much have, a lot of us have shalom correctly. You know, the right, that right order. That when it comes to the individual parts of that order, some some things are off. And I know in my life, um, you know, we we have that in order. That there's little things um, that we're still working on. Um, more in me than joy, because joy sticks to to being perfect than I am. <laughs> You're growing in wisdom every day. <laughs> so, um, when, we, when we look at God's will for us, um, what do most people do when they have a stomachache? They run and take medicine. They According to the word, is that the first thing that they should be doing? No. 
know, they should be reaching out to the Lord. And a lot of times when, when we have other ailments, instead of us looking at the core principle of it, um, which is the alignment or our nerves or something like that, um, we don't. We run after all the other things, and and we wonder why it's not working, or why it's only a temporary relief. Um, Z, when your back hurt, you took ibuprofen and you know some pain medicine. Did, did that help you long term? What helped you long term? The Lord. And getting and getting adjusted. But the Lord gave you the wisdom to get adjusted. And yeah. gave the chiropractor the wisdom. Sure. They <laughs> handle um, And a lot of us don't realize how important it is to be in in um, right alignment. Angie, you, you work in the um, medical field. Um, what's the first thing they check for trauma? Like um, in a car accident, they check the spinal cord. They, they make sure that um, they stabilize. They, they make sure, well, as it, when I went to EMT school, the first thing that you check, check is stabilize um, the back and the neck. Because with, if anything happens to that, the rest of the body won't work. You know, and same thing with us. The, the first thing we need to do when we feel that something's off or something like that, we need to check check um, our alignment with the Lord. Amen. And a lot of times we're like, well, you know, we'll we'll do this. Like when Joy and I were going through some financial issues before the Lord um, what we did was payday loans and stuff like that and it helped it helped for that moment but until we got things right and adjusted ourselves um, now we're on the permanent fix Amen. Um, in Second Peter it talks about um, false teachers that aren't aligned with God's will and that they wandered off they left the straight way and wandered off um, to follow the way of Balaam son of Bezer who loved the wages of wickedness. I don't want to wander off I want to stay on that straight path but at the same time just like we looked at a spine from this view many people only look at that straight path and what they forget to do is follow God's direction. Yeah. It's not about just tithing. It's not just about coming to church. Because that's the straight path. That's, that's what you're supposed to do. But if, you don't, if you're not obedient to where God tells you to move, um, you're not in right alignment. Because if you look at the side view, there's many curves. Curves and stuff that in the spine so just like our walk with with the Lord is not just about doing what's straight it's about when God tells you to turn you turn Amen. when and follow the curves that God throws at you 
in Judges um, 2, can you guys turn up? Judges 2. Can somebody read 20 through 23? Therefore the Lord was very angry with Israel and said, Because this nation has violated the covenant that I laid down for their forefathers, and has not listened to me. I will no longer drive out before them any of the nations Joshua left when he died. I will use them to test Israel and to see whether they will keep the way of the Lord and walk in it as their forefathers did. The Lord had allowed those nations to remain. He did not drive them out at once by giving them into the hands of Joshua. So the Lord will change our direction to test us. Um, and make sure that we're being obedient to what he tells us to do. Because how many times have you thought you're you're on the right path, everything's working out, and you think that you're blessed, and all of a sudden the Lord's like, nope, we're going to pick you up and move you. And I know Zeke's gone through that, Mike, the Hutchinsons, um, pretty much all, all of us. Um, and where do you think you'd be if you didn't make that adjustment? If you weren't obedient? You know, um, look at all you've been able to do, even though it's tough, but the Lord honors that. Um, in Acts 18, um, <coughs> verse 25, it talks about Apollos. And Apollos was instructed in the way of the Lord. So he was obedient um, to the Lord. And he didn't know much um, about Jesus, but he taught about him accurately. And all he knew um, was about the baptism of John. But the Lord, he listened to the Lord and let the Lord lead him. to. Um, and he spoke with fervor and taught about Jesus accurately. Uh, 1825. Proverbs um, 10.29 says, The way of the Lord is a refuge for the blameless, but it is a ruin to those who do evil. So sinners will be ruined if they try to fake righteousness. Um, and, and that's that's where you know um, if people are living according to God's will is their their sins will come out um, if they're just trying to fake it. You know, then when we we've, we've seen it so many times, um, even in this body, people have left due to sin, and and it's sad. They they try to act holy, and they try to you know do everything that. Um, the word says they were they were straight but they weren't obedient. So what we need to do is um, run after the Lord. Make sure that um, who's I'm sure everybody here has watered 
um, a garden before. Um, and seen a, seen the hose go through, water go through a hose. So when you kink the hose, nothing flows, flows through it. Or if it just kinks a little bit, just a little bit of water. And, and the same thing is with um, God's spirit. When it's, because what runs through us, what runs through our spine are nerves. And if the nerves get kinked, then only a little bit or it totally shuts off completely. And if we let, if we let um, our transaction with the Lord um, kink or totally get cut off, what's going to happen to us? Matthew 6 talks about um, us worrying. Um, Matthew 6, 31-33. So do not worry, saying, What shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things. And your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first the kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. If we're in pain, if we're lacking, if we're in need, seek first the kingdom, and it will be given to you if it's in his the key if it's in his will for you to have. Most people, that's, that's why a lot of these prosperity churches and stuff like that are gaining people, but at the same time, people are losing their faith left and right because they're not given, the, their leaders are telling them to ask and it'll be given to you. But when it doesn't, um, if it's not given to you because it's not God's will for you, they're like, well, we tied. We did all, all that our leaders have told us, but we're not getting it, so God's turned his back on us. You know, a lot of people are, are complaining about why are so many things happening in the world? Um, why, why are there these tornadoes and monsoons and earthquakes, stuff like that? Well, look at a lot of the countries that it's affecting. It's countries that have lost or never even had a way um, for people to talk to talk about the Lord. Like stuff that's going on in the Middle East, the soldiers are able to come out there and preach the gospel. Um, Haiti was a voodoo nation, and they allowed missionaries to come and pro- proclaim the gospel. And now people are getting saved left and right. You know, it's, it's all about being obedient and running after what the Lord's called you to do. Amen. Um, Psalm 16 says, I say of the holy people who are in the land, they are noble, they are the noble ones in whom is all my delight. Those who run after other gods will suffer more and more. I will not pour out libations of blood to such gods or take up their names on my lips. The more you run after things that are not of the kingdom and are temporary fixes, the word just said you're going to suffer more and more. It'll be a temporary fix, but it's going to hurt you more no longer. Just like taking out payday loans. You You take out one, it adds up. And more and more and more adds up. It'll hurt you, even though it helped for that one instance. You know, just like, um, and I'm not against pain medicine if used correctly. 
you know, a bit. Um, if you rely on it and it becomes your God, what happens, and, and that's why there's addiction. You know, what happens when that pain wears off? You want more. And you're chasing after what was never yours to, to begin with. Um, one thing that I don't know if a lot of people knew about me is I used to be very involved in drugs. Um, ecstasy, cocaine, um, pretty much everything there was. I was really big into the rave scene. And it was all about chasing that high. And you never got the same high. You, you never um, got that. And so you end up spending more money to, to try to get it. And there was a couple of times where I'm so proud that I woke up. Yeah. And God's, praise God that yeah. he rescued me. Amen. Amen. Um, what was awesome that I came across was um, Hosea, um, second verse. How we, we chase after all these things that are not of the kingdom and wonder why they aren't working out. Um, two. Um, can somebody read five through seven? Hosea two, five through seven? Yes. Their mother has been unfaithful and has conceived them in disgrace. <clears throat> she said, I will go after my lovers who give me my food and my water, my wool and my linen, my oil and my drink. Therefore, I will block her path with thorn bushes. I will wall her in so that she cannot find her way. She will chase after her lovers, but will not catch them. She will look for them, but not find them. Then she will say, I will go back to my husband as at first. For then I was better off than now. And how many, this this is what I pray that so many people that have left realize with, um, that they want to go back to their husband. That they realize that what they had at first is a lot better than what they have now. You know, and, and that's my hope for a lot of people who have fallen away. And I don't want to be in that position. I don't want to chase after um, things and and lose sight of um, where my God is, and and have to come back and beg Him to take me back. Um, as I started looking at a way that the vertebrates are um, formed. So these are the vertebrae, and then in between are discs. Um, and the way I relate the, the disc is, the disc is our freedom of choice. So the more wrong things that we choose, the more that disc is going to slip. And eventually that disc is going to burst. And we're going to be in a whole lot of pain. <laughs> I don't know if any, who's, who here has had a um, slip disc or a burst disc? So, you guys, I know I've heard um, how much pain Lindsay's been in. That was scary. I never wanted to experience that pain. <laughs> um, and, and that's what happens when 
when we choose to go off God's path, um, is eventually that that disc is going to keep slipping, and we're going to get little symptoms. You know, we're going to get little um, pinches here, little pinches there. You know, that's God telling us, "Hey, you're you're starting to make the wrong choices." You know, and then you need to change those choices. Um, get realigned before the disc break on you and you're, and you're going to suffer. Um, and the couple of examples that I can think of that of people that made the wrong choices, Judas. You know, how, how many main wrong choices did he make? And his, wrong, his habitual wrong choices led him to death. And an example of somebody who was given the chance to be adjusted but didn't is Cain. You know, God told him, hey, you need to, you need to turn it upside down. You know, turn that frown upside down. Um, but he didn't. And it eventually led him to kill his brother. And he was cast off. There's some people who did make right choices and were pillars of the Bible, Moses. How many times did Moses have doubts that he could do so? Um, but he kept on standing strong and being obedient to what the Lord told him to do, and he delivered the nation. Abraham, what would have happened if Abraham was like, I'm not going to kill my one and only son? You know, there wouldn't be, he was the father of, the father of many nations. And look how many nations have um, come out of that. And look how much that nation has provided for the world now. Um, Esther. Um, she was given... Um, the, all of us are given the freedom of choice. And she was hesitant, but she, was, she made that choice and she saved her people. I mean, there's so so many things in our lives that you know just need to be adjusted. Uh, we just need to say, Lord, uh, something's not right, and I know it's not right. Uh, help me get it back in alignment with you. Um, look out for the little things that the Lord's trying to show you, um, parents. If your kids aren't praising and worshiping, if they're not, you know, reading the word, stuff like that. Um, same with husbands and wives. If you don't see your spouse doing it, you know, encourage them because that's that's a slipping of the slipping of the disc. And what's going to happen eventually? They're going to fall out. They're going to burst. And look out for the signs. And I mean, it's it's so simple yet so hard for all of us.
<laughs> but there's not anything that's more central to their everyday life. Yeah. And we found that the fastest way to snap an offshore drilling rig crew in shape was explaining to them what happened when your spine was out of alignment. Loss of certain functions and immediately they all woke up. It was an amazing thing what, what mm. interests people between 20 and 30. And um, the sad thing is that many times we're not concerned about our alignment until there has been some serious loss that affects your life. And um, most preaching, most teaching what John just did was give us a chance to consider it before there's some collision, Amen. some horrible thing, Amen. and a chance to choose life now. Um, it is worth mentioning, and one of the things we have been studying on Sunday night or Monday nights, most of the time in your NIV Bible, when the Bible says something like live a life worthy of the calling, the Greek word behind that is not live. Uh, those of you that have King James Bibles, it doesn't say that, and that's because the Greek does not say that. It says walk a life worthy of the calling. That's because Paul was a Hebrew, and he was writing in Greek, and Hebrews never simply believed. They never simply accepted. To them, their life was about walking with the Lord. I know that may sound like a red herring, but as John was preaching... All I could think about was the concept of repentance, teshuva. To a Hebrew, if you were walking in the wrong direction, an adjustment had to be made. You had to leave that road, that path, completely and walk in a new way, the one that you knew was right. To them, there was one way that was death and one way that was life. This sounds very much like getting the Every once in a while, we might need to look and see if we haven't veered onto the shoulder. Maybe we're headed for the ditch and haven't realized it. Uh, the thing that touched me the very most was his Hosea scripture. Now, I know all of you have Hosea memorized before John mentioned it. So, for you, it was not new in any way. Uh, it was probably on the tip of your tongue, as he was saying, right? In Hosea... The Lord is speaking and said that he would put roadblocks in the path of someone who was seeking after other lovers in the hopes that they would return to him. Friends, when you get out of alignment, those little aches and pains were meant to cause you to repent and get into alignment. But what a loving God that cares enough for you not to just say, out of alignment, get out of my sight. But to put in your path goes to try to change your direction. John asked the question, what would happen if Hadassah didn't make the choice she did? What would happen if Moses didn't make the choice he did? If Abraham didn't? Well, I'd like to tell you that we would all be in a world of hurt. But the reality is God would have prompted them in some other way and prompted them in some other way. And if they refused to do it, his will would have gotten done, but it would have been through someone else. Don't miss your opportunities simply because you're out of alignment. I believe that goes to several messages that we've heard. I want to close because I think John said everything that needed to be said, but lately I've, I've taken to the idea of asking you Bible questions just to see if you know. 
Is there a person in here who can tell me who Paul Peel is? Matthew Paul Teal. Paul Teal. David's very first wife was a woman named Michael. Michael ran off with another man because her father gave her to another man after she had been David's wife. The man's name was Paul Teal. When David became king over all of Israel, he told Saul's armies, specifically Abner, if you do not bring to me my wife, Michael, you may not enter my presence. So Abner went and God, actually got Israel to go get Michael. Paul Teal followed behind crying and weeping. Do you feel bad for it? Why don't you feel bad for it, Matthew? He didn't hurt her. He was an illegitimate husband. This is what it is like when we're out of alignment. We've accepted some illegitimate love. And there's but one answer, and it's in the Scripture. It's 2 Samuel 3, 15 and 16. You have to tell all of those things that are pulling you out of alignment. Go back home. There's another way to say that, but I didn't want to say it with the little kids in here. Go back to your origin. That place that starts with an H and ends with a couple L's and has an E in the middle. You following me? There is now that we have one road or another to walk on. We have one that's going to pull us in one direction or one that's going to pull us in the other. I feel like we found the path of life. I don't want to let it go. I don't want to stray. I'm so excited. I don't know. Aren't y'all proud of John? Oh, yeah. Yeah.
We want to be in proper alignment with you, Lord. We want you controlling every part of us. Our heart's desire is that your kingdom would be manifest in our lives. Lord, we join together as one family, one body. We lift up our elder, our brother, our friend. We lift up Steve before you and we thank you, Lord God, that your hand is upon him. We thank you, mighty God, that this is an opportunity for us to see your amazing power. We thank you, Lord, that this trial ends in miracle. We thank you, Lord God, that you have overcome all the power of the enemy and have given us your very authority. So we use it. In the name of Jesus, we take authority over this sickness. We cast it down in the name of Jesus. And we say, be made well in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Amen.